You know, one of the greatest questions that all of humanity has continuously been asking, trying to figure out is, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What's my purpose in life? What, what am I called to do? And so I can't wait to help maybe unpackage that question a little bit more in this collection of talks, simply titled this, Purpose. And today, we're gonna kick it off with asking ourselves this question, where do I start? Anytime you enter into a new season, anytime you begin something new, maybe you ask yourself, where do I start? Where do I begin? I can't wait to answer that question for you today. Are you ready? Let's get into it. So maybe you are asking yourself those very questions. What is my purpose? And where do I start? How do I begin? Maybe you feel like you have a specific direction you wanna go in life. Maybe you feel called to something great. Uh, maybe you're a believer and you're watching this, you feel like God is, has called you to do ministry or to do something. Or shoot, maybe you're just sitting here going, hey, I don't have a job and I just need a job. Where do I start? Well, the Bible is full of answers to many of our questions. And really the beauty of this specific question can be answered right at the very beginning in God's word. We can flip all the way back. Genesis 1, verse 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It gives us the answer. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, you've heard that a thousand times but those first few words give us the answer. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Which means when I'm beginning something new, where do I start? With God. Now, like many people, when they're beginning something new, maybe they've got this long list of things that they're getting ready to do. I've got to take care of this, and I, I want to start this, and I got to do this. But where is God on that list. I'm so guilty of starting something new or jumping right into a new task or project or even chasing a new dream. And as I begin, it feels like I'm fighting against myself. As I begin, it feels like, like there's so much tension and I stop and pause and realize, wait a minute, I actually never brought God into my current situation. I never, I never took time to stop and actually ask God for direction for guidance and for help. And maybe that's, that's why there's so much tension right now with you trying to discover your purpose, trying to figure out where to begin in all this is because you're doing only what you can do. You haven't taken the time to stop and ask, God, what do you want me to do? Or better yet, maybe God is saying, hey, what do you wanna do? Because I'm gonna help you get there. I'm gonna help you do it. I like to think of it like this, right? God created everything, right? It says, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke light into existence. He created you, he created me. So therefore, God holds the roadmap to our life. He sees the beginning and he sees the end. So why not invite the one who holds the map of our life in his hands into our current situation? 
If I'm going to start anything new, then you better believe I'm going to ask God to come in and to give me guidance and direction. Now, if we continue in this passage, it's actually really cool because then it, it begins to unfold creation, right? He, he starts talking about light and he starts bringing in all of these pieces of creation in the heavens and the earth. The beauty of what God speaks in the very beginning of his word is how he brings light. He, he didn't ask for light to come. No, he spoke light into existence and darkness fled. Do you feel like maybe in this moment you've been dealing with some things? I feel like maybe that you're, you're in a dark place. These past few years have been so tense. These past few years have been a major struggle for almost everyone. It's drawn out the worst in so many people. It's, it's drawn out new ways and new creativity, but it's, it's made so many people think through why they are here and what is my purpose. And it's put people in a really dark place. Do you feel like that's maybe you right now? And if it's you, don't feel bad. Just understand this. Darkness has to flee when light enters the room. So maybe you've been in darkness or maybe you feel like you're in a dark place because you haven't invited light into your life. See, here's the beauty. God loved you enough, the one who spoke light into existence, loved you enough to give us a physical representation of light on this earth. His name was Jesus. You probably know the story. Jesus came and, and he grew up. He lived a sin, sinless life. He was perfect in every way, but then was crucified for the very way that he was living. But the love of God came down three days later and he, he was raised from the dead. But all of that happened for you. Jesus talks about this in scripture when he says that I'm the light of the world. But then later on, he transitions the script and says, you're the light of the world. But the beauty of light is that when it is present, darkness cannot exist. So if you feel like you're in a dark place right now and you're wondering, where do I start? How do I get rid of this feeling? Where do I begin? Begin with Jesus, the light of this world. Invite the light into your life and watch how darkness flees. You know, it reminds me of when, when I was growing up, you know, as a kid, and if you have a, a flashlight in your hand, and, you know, you're in a dark room and you're surrounded by darkness. But all it takes is one light, one light to come on and darkness is gone. You can see again. You know, now that I'm a dad, I've got a six-year-old, you know, we could be in a dark room and he's like, dad, I, you know, I want, I want the lights to be on. I don't like it dark in here. And so now you got your phone, right? You can turn your phone light on and it lights up the room. You can turn your screen on. You can see things or you can flip the light switch on. And the moment that happens the transition from darkness to light is instantaneous. It's just like when Jesus comes into your life, that change is instant because the light of the world is now living inside of you and you can't help but realize that the darkness that once was in there is gone because of his light. I grew up on, on a stage pretty much performing music and doing things as, as a teenager Growing up in a school of the arts, we would have orchestra performances and band and all these different things. And before any performance, it was really interesting. The stage would be dark. The band would be there rehearsing and getting ready and warming up. The stage was dark. 
but the audience was lit. But right before the performance was about to begin, there was a shift, there was a transition. The, the stage lights would begin to get brighter as the audience lights would begin to diminish. And if you're standing on the stage, the audience that you used to be able to see soon became just a sheet, a wall of black, and all you could see were spotlights on you. It is so interesting to think that there are so many different distractions and ways to fill us up in this world. There are so many places we can try to run for an answer, but nothing really is gonna truly, truly change your life. Nothing is truly going to give you a sense of purpose and hope than the love of Jesus. And it's wild because so many are chasing their dream and they're still trying to fit in. They're chasing their dream, but trying to look like everyone else. But maybe the reality is this, God's not called you to fit in. He's called you to stand out. And, and therefore, when the light of the world comes into my life, I can't help but shine. And that's really the beginning to discovering what God wants to do through you. Maybe you're not called right now to stand on a stage. Maybe you're not called right now to, to, to have all of this success and be in the spotlight. Maybe you're just called to stay put right where you are and make a difference in the circle that God has already placed you in. Maybe the sense of purpose that you're longing for can actually be resolved by just inviting Jesus to come inside of your life and help you with those who are around you. It begins with those who you work next to. It begins at maybe your school. Or maybe God is calling you to step out and start a new journey. Maybe you're a little bit afraid. Maybe you, you see the things that you've got to do and walk through. So rather than taking the risk and potentially, you know, attempting something new, being obedient to what maybe God's calling you to do, you're staying put. Therefore, you're actually keeping yourself in a dark place. See, God's plan and God's purpose for everyone's life is actually the very same. See, when I'm a believer and my life is sold out to living for Jesus, my purpose is simply to bring hope into this world. My purpose is to show His love to those who are around me. My purpose is to, to find ways to share the gospel. But that avenue looks different for everyone. So many times we can think our purpose changes, but really my purpose is the same. Your purpose is the same. And that's to make an impact on those who are around you. The beauty is God wants to use you and your own uniqueness to do it, which means it might look different than the way I'm doing it. It might look different than your neighbor. It might look different than a pastor. And that's the beauty of inviting God into your life and in your situation to help you decipher which place to go, which direction to turn, where God do you want me to be led in this next season of life? I'm amazed at how many people have big plans and big dreams and get started on it. But then later that all comes crashing down because they had a big dream, but they had no strategy. You know, it's amazing. A vision with no strategy is simply a daydream. And I think the beauty behind Jesus is when we invite the one who holds the map of our life in his hands into our life, he can lead and guide every single step that we take. I want to read a scripture for you. Scripture is found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, verse 12. 
And it just says this, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to life of faith, let us strip off everything and every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. Let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. You know, athletes train with weight, but they don't race with weight. Runners, they, they train with weight, but they don't perform at their best while wearing weights. Isn't it funny though in life, how many of us are carrying what seems to be the weight of the world on our shoulders into every single season. And we wonder why it maybe feels harder and harder to get through life. Maybe it's because you've been bringing old baggage into your new season. Maybe it's because the old way and the old habits and the weight that you were carrying in this last season, you chose to bring into your new season. And so here you are proposing the question, where do I start? How do I go about this? All the while holding on to toxic things that are only gonna weigh you down. See, God wants us to like strip off those weights. God wants us to give those things to him so that we don't have to carry that into the place that he's called us. But yet so many times, maybe it's because it's familiar. Maybe it's because we're, we're in a habit and a cycle of addiction that we feel like we can't break. Maybe it's because it was what was comfortable for us. We choose the baggage over freedom. And here we are trying to start into a new journey already weighed down. When an athlete trains, he's going to train with as heavy of equipment as his body can possibly take. A runner's gonna train with weights on his legs and his ankles, and they're gonna try to weigh their bodies down so much, actually so they can get stronger. But come showtime, when it's time to perform, when it's time to run their actual race, you don't see anyone out there with weight. In fact, they do everything they possibly can to make sure they are at their lightest weight possible so that they can go as fast as possible. I wonder if maybe that's what's been holding you back. Maybe you feel like, I know I have a calling on my life. I know God's purpose for my life is incredible, but, but I just don't know how to get rid of the stuff that's been holding me back. I feel like I'm so bogged down in life. Maybe it's because you haven't taken the time to invite Jesus to take that stuff that's been weighing you down. It's really as simple as saying, God, I just, I give this to you. God, I, I let you have this. God, will you, will you free me from this? God, I, I need forgiveness in this. Jesus, will you help me? Will you fill me? God, will you take this clutter that's out of my life and fill me with your love and grace and peace? If more people were willing to take the time to strip off the weight that so easily slows them down, maybe their race that they're running would be incredibly light and easy. The beauty of the race of life that we're in, the journey that we're on, is it's actually not a race at all. We're not competing against one another to some grand finish where we will get a prize for first, second, and third place. No, the, the race of life is a journey with Jesus. And while we're on this earth, Jesus wants to use you and your giftings and your talents to, to help people around you. 
And through this journey, he's gonna use you, he's gonna fill you, he's gonna help you. It doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be perfection, but it does mean he will always be there with you. And the finish line isn't to get some grand prize on this earth, no, the finish line that we are after is seeing God face to face, living in eternity with him, with no sin, no baggage, freedom for eternity. You remember when you're at the airport and you're running through with all of your baggage and your luggage and you're trying to get to your gate? My favorite part of any time that I've ever been to the airport is the moment you walk up to the check-in counter with all your luggage and you give all of your luggage to the person at the gate. They take your luggage on a little train or a tram or it's on its conveyor belt and there it goes. It's gone, it disappears. The baggage is gone. And now all I have is a bag or a carry-on. And my weight was drastically reduced. Therefore, I can get through the airport so much easier. In life, it's like we have all these suitcases that we're just bringing around with us. The suitcase of bitterness, the suitcase of unforgiveness, the, the suitcase of addiction, the, the suitcase of, of hurt and pain. And we're toting all of these bags around with us, trying to walk and trying to get through life. And God's like, man, Will you drop those off and let me take them so that you don't have to carry that weight anymore in life? So the answer to the greatest question that so many ask, what is my purpose and where do I start, can be so, so easily answered by just inviting Jesus to come in to your current situation. Don't start a new project without him. Don't, don't try to run into a new season without God. If you're a list maker, if you're a, spread, a spreadsheet maker and you love to plan things out, make sure you pencil in God, not at the bottom of the sheet, but at the top. Because I promise you, when you do that first, he will order your steps and lead you to where you need to go. So the reality is simply this. We can't enter into a new season by bringing in old baggage. See, the stuff that's been weighing you down, the stuff that you've been holding on to, God is saying, give it to me. Take the weight off of your shoulders and give it to God. God has something so big that he wants to do in your life so that you then can turn around and do something big in this world. So the greatest question that we are answering and asking, where do I start? The answer is this, we start with God. And we start by letting God take the shame, take our burden, take the pain, take the weight off of us so that we can move into this new season fresh, and ready for God to do something new through us. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna take a minute and I just wanna pray over you. And my hope and my prayer is as I'm praying that you allow God to maybe bring peace into your life, that you will allow God to, to restore you, to heal you and to help you. Maybe in this moment, if you feel far from God, this is a great chance and a great time for you to just invite God back into your current situation wherever you are and whatever you're dealing with, God has a purpose for you. So come on, let's do it together. Let's pray right here, right now. Father, I just thank you for this amazing person. 
God, I thank you for the plan that you have for their life. Thank you for the purpose that you have for them. And so today, right here and right now, I pray that they will feel your hand. God, that you will begin to take the burden, take the pain, take the weight that they've been carrying off of their shoulders. God, remind them of the plan that you have for their life. Thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. And so today in this moment, God, I ask that you will bring peace into this person. Guide every step that they take, God, and allow them a chance, Father God, to to see where you want them to be. God, if it's to move ahead somewhere new or if it's even to stay right where they are, God, I pray that you'll speak to them in this moment. We're gonna give you the praise in advance, God, because we know you're doing great things, big things. Thank you for the purpose that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I can't wait for part two of this talk. Get ready, it's gonna be incredible. We'll see you soon.